break out the carrot sticks and natural yogurt. No artificial hormones added. It's time for the Doctor's Nutrition Show. Dr. Lewis and Janet have a long history of helping people achieve their maximum potential. While Janet is a certified natural health consultant with a unique perspective of alternative and complementary nutrition. Dr. Lewis stays current on the latest research pertaining to nutritional supplements and optimum health. Paramount to their educational journey was their trip to China while studying Chinese medical doctors. Dr. Lewis and Janet know the importance of proper nutrition in the healing process and maintenance of the human body. Get ready to gain a healthy perspective on life. This is the Doctor's Nutrition Show. Hello and welcome to this week's show. I'm Janet Lewis. And I'm Dr. Lewis. And we are Doctor's Nutrition of Texas, where we help you with nutritional solutions for your common health issues. And speech impediments. Yes, we do. Well, see... I can't say that I can relate to the show today because I just am high on life. But uh, we're going to talk today about whether your caffeine is not cutting it. Because so many people wake up so tired and groggy and just can't get it together. And they go through the whole day wondering when they can go home. If you're too tired to stumble to the pot. There you go. Or if there oh. ain't enough pot in the coffee. Oh, I thought you were no, talking about high. I'm sorry. Enough, high. Never mind. Enough, enough coffee in the pot. That's, <laughs> okay, came out a little bit backwards. But we're going to talk a little bit today about um, is there something missing nutritionally or is there something that can be done um, in other ways to help with chronic fatigue syndrome and why do we keep having chronic fatigue syndrome and why do we keep needing more and more caffeine stimulated drinks to the point that um, these other drinks they're selling beyond coffee are giving people heart attacks because they jump them up so much. So, Dr. Lewis, can you explain a little bit about what's happening, about why we're all so tired? Well, I don't know. I have opinions about a lot of things. Um, you know, the main thing is you have to get up off your uh, and do something and we've become a nation of inaction we're full of knowledge but not necessarily wisdom and you know jan and i did a podcast yesterday with a guy on md radio and he asked me several questions it was kind of a light-hearted quick show you know where you wanted quick answers and he said, what should you tell people? And, I, and one of the things I said was, sooner or later, you have to live with the consequences of your doubt or you can live in the potential of your faith. And I have to tell that to patients over and over and over again. I said, well, you know, one of these days you're going to say, I wish I had or I'm glad I did. So, you know, be in the glad I'm did category. You know, put forth a little bit of effort into your health so it pays dividends later. Uh, fatigue is very, very chronic and there there's a multitude of reasons and you know i'm sure uh janet's going to tell you a big long list of some of the possibilities but you have to understand though that the different symptoms can actually go along with all sorts of other symptom complexes so i think it's too many toxins in the world you hear me talk about that i know for a fact there's not enough nutrients in our food then we are, we're exposed to genetically modified foods uh, I think one of the real problems also that we don't talk about a lot is we lack the love and the laughter. Uh, we've lost our joy. We've lost our hope. And, folks, there's not a pill for that. You have to get it through mental, spiritual, psychological avenues. 
And so I tell people all the time, I said, get off of Google. You're just confusing yourself. Well, Google said this. I said, well, you know, you've been on Google 10 years and you still hadn't fixed the problem. So get your head out of that dark place and seek counsel. Find someone you love, someone you trust, someone your intuitive nature or spirit of discernment says, oh, I like this particular person. I like their approach to health. And then go with it. Yeah, we can get technical if you want to. Um, you know, one of the things is our nitrous oxide system's not working real well. And, uh, man, what that means is, oh, that if you have not enough nitrous oxide, then you have a tendency toward high blood pressure slash cardiovascular issues slash you can't get enough uh, blood down to your penis and get an erection and maintain it if you do get an erection. Wow, that woke somebody up, doesn't it? Ooh, and you know, I talked to a thirty-year-old the other day, young, good-looking man, and he was pooping about every three days and wondered why he felt bad. And uh, he says, "But when I drink certain monster-type drinks, he says my heart does massive flip-flops and feels like you know two bulldog puppies in a sack in his chest." I said, "Well." You need to go to a cardiologist, and you need to quit drinking the monster drinks. Uh, but you put something into that temple. Uh, CO2 is a problem that weakens the immune system, and that's why people that are around high-traffic areas actually have more problems than people that are out in nature where the trees and the grass can clean up the CO2. Uh, xenobiotics, and that's the estrogen-mimicking plastics and pesticides, and that can lead to CFS. CFS does not stand for chicken fried steak. You know, Janet and I are down here in the South. Uh, it stands for chronic fatigue syndrome. And uh, that particular one, you know, comes out of Journal of Clinical Psychiatry. So, you know, it's it's a real thing. Um the other things that can cause fatigue or contribute to fatigue is depression. But then when Janet gets into the list of symptoms, depression can cause all kinds of problems. But do the problems cause depression? We don't always know which comes first. But the the fact of the matter is you have to go in. You have to break the cycle. Then your environment. And I've read things uh, from different cancer studying entities. And I'm talking about good studies, not Google stuff. It says that 80% of all cancers are caused from your diet and toxins in your environment, which can include your diet. Uh, Asthma, anxiety, anemia, we find all sorts of people that have too high iron or too low. Either one can be a problem, and that's why on our lab we regularly run ferritin. Diabetes, and there's massive amounts of books. Uh, you call me, I'll tell you what books to read. And some of these books are kind of not in the limelight, uh, but they're just absolutely incredible. Uh, then you got the thyroid thing that yeah, Janet and I talk about, and you know, tumors, infections. Many people have uh, kind of too much yeast, fungus, viruses, and, and that's challenging their immune system. Uh, arthritis, which at least rheumatoid, it has a major gastrointestinal uh, influence, uh, or osteoarthritis somewhat, uh, and then the endocarditis, which is, you know, the nitrous oxide system that I talked about, and then drugs. Um, Americans take more drugs than any nation on the face of the earth by far, and I'm talking about 
prescription medications as well as over-the-counter drugs. And we're looking for an answer to feel good, but all drugs do, and, and you know they're very, very useful. Please do not misunderstand me. I have the greatest respect for our medical profession because they'll sure bail you out in a crisis. But uh, drugs include caffeine, and that's why I said if you can't stumble to the pot because you're too tired to get another cup of coffee, there might be an issue. But to me, some drugs uh, are like the oil light comes on in your car, so you get a hammer out and smash it and then go on down the road and burn up your engine. And that's what's happening with our adrenal glands. Then there's a cascade of problems that messes with your thyroid. It can be thyroid first, then adrenals, or adrenals, then thyroid. doesn't matter. Again, you have to break the cycle. Right. And, uh, you know, so many people suffer with this, and you know, the medical term for the condition is called myalgic encephalomyelitis. Your brain's on fire. Right. That's sexy. So if you've not been told you have chronic fatigue syndrome, but otherwise, and you know, me is what it stands for, um, it's basically the same thing because um, they Cornell University actually discovered biological markers in both microbes in your bloodstream and bacteria in your gut. So that's when they first started making this condition public, uh, as far back as 1934, actually. So um, the uh, symptoms of ME or chronic fatigue syndrome, CFS, can widely uh, vary from one individual to the next. Uh, The most common symptom is one of overwhelming exhaustion that worsens with physical or mental energy expenditure. People tell us that all the time. Oh, I exercised trying to be healthy, and it took me three days to get over it. That's not just getting old, folks. Not at all. And, And it does not get better with rest. Like no matter how much sleep you get, you still get up and you're still exhausted. And it may take up to 48 hours after any kind of activity to experience the full extent of the exhaustion. So it takes you two days to get over something that you've done. Um, Other symptoms that mimic this medical condition include muscle pain, memory problems. We hear that a lot. Headaches. Pain in multiple joints. That's why, as a chiropractor, I got more and more into nutrition. Because although I think chiropractic is a very noble profession, uh, sometimes it's a nutritional deficiency creating the musculoskeletal pain. Uh, Sore throat, actually. (coughs) (laughs) Not a clearing throat. Sore throat. Uh, Difficulty sleeping. Uh, We hear that more and more. Which people think they're just not sleeping deep, and that's why they have it, but that isn't necessarily true. They're probably not sleeping deep, but it's a cascade of effects. Yeah, and, and many times it's immune system, and many other times it's too many toxins in the body. You can't get to that deep REM sleep. Uh, tender lymph nodes, which are where, Dr. Lewis, in case people don't know what a lymph node is? Well, the lymph system's not really... Uh, publicized a lot but you have uh, the lymphatics are designed to drain the old broken down cells the uh, when the phagocytes go and eat it up it sounds like a pharisee or something that's not a egyptian term but uh, lymph nodes and, and you know they drain because when you exercise or move your body and I, I don't i'm not a big fan of exercise if you're active enough in life you don't need exercise kind of like our grandparents didn't need formal exercise but the muscles will pump or milk these uh, lymphatics and push 
that, you know, and it goes into the circulatory system to be excreted. How do you know if you have a lymph node problem? Well, they're swollen. Where are they? Uh, all over the body, you know, the front part of the neck, the back part of the, uh, in front of the sternocleidomastoidus and give, behind give it. Give it to us in layman's terms, uh, please. Uh, lymphatics, uh, breast, uh, armpits, etc., etc. And neck. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, I saw a patient one time. He was swollen just superior to his clavicle collarbone. He says, what is that? I said, go to your doctor. Yeah, he had leukemia. Uh, they saved him, thank goodness. Okay. Uh, well, the, you ask. <laughs> well, I was looking for the 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 simple version. It got more doctorly. <laughs> uh, I'm simple. Visible muscle twitching, or I'm sure I'm not saying this I thought right. That meant you were happy to see me. Yeah, fat, fasciculations. 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 Okay. Oh, well, that's a doctor term. Yeah, that's why you can say it better. <laughs> uh, difficulty concentrating. <clears throat> What'd you say? Mm-hmm. Short attention span. Huh? Uh, and and this is getting more prevalent. Jen and I will go into the room and say, holy crap, why do we come in here? And it's like, are we getting Alzheimer, dementia, or are we just overloaded, or are our adrenals stressed? I mean, you know, it can be so many different things. And we joke about it as we get older, but uh, we did the peanut butter sniff test the other day, you know, to, you know, kind of. Thank you, Susan. Yeah, yeah, Susan. Okay, don't say the last name. Thank you from Austin, <laughs> Texas. That's right. <laughs> awesome Susan's what we call her. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Man, her and Janet graduated together. Man, they look really, really good. It's like, holy cow, me and her husband are good salesmen, yes. all I can say. Yes, y'all were. <laughs> but tell us about the peanut butter sniff test. Uh, well, we just asked Susan in Austin. It's something about if you can uh, if you, smell it. Out of the left nostril, about 20 centimeters. Yeah, you close one nostril yeah, and then put and, the peanut butter there. And then you, you close the left, so you're sniffing with the right. And if you have to get up closer, instead of 20 centimeters, it goes to 10. You have a propensity toward dementia. And I don't know how valid that is, but I've read it many, many different times. So I think there's got to be some validity to it. And we could well, still smell the peanut butter more than 20 centimeters away. Right. But and you I close think, your eyes so you don't know where they are with the peanut butter. Well, the people that uh, had the propensity toward dementia, one of the nostrils, they they couldn't smell it until it was like at 10 centimeters. 10 centimeters, but the other one was still at 20 centimeters. So you want them to be equal at 20 centimeters so you know you've got less of a (laughs) chance of that. That's kind of of fun. And our cat loved it. (laughs) He was was waiting for the... Yeah, the cat begged his mama, and she gave him a little bit of peanut butter. Yeah, he got just a bite of it. Almond butter. I don't do peanut butter. Um, Anyway, um, difficulty concentrating. We did that. Word find problems. I guess they have trouble doing word fine problems because they have chronic fatigue syndrome. I think that's well, interesting. Sometimes you're looking for the right word and you just you just can't really find it. And you know, I have that from time to time too. Excessive sweating uh, is a sign of chronic fatigue. Yeah, when people say you sweat like a pig, hey folks, pigs don't sweat. Hmm. Palpitations. Yeah, if you have uh, heart palpitations, please see a cardiologist. Fainting. It's Probably just low magnesium, but see a cardiologist. Fainting. Fainting could be a low iron problem, too. I mean, and they and you would be tired because you had no iron. So. Or, or side effects of taking even good uh, necessary prescription medication that blows out your adrenals. If you s- sit up or stand up suddenly and get dizzy, 
it's too much stress on your adrenal glands. I remember having a, a client in our office. We're talking about fainting, and, uh, and, and, <laughs> and she called and said, uh, I just have these random bouts of just fainting. She said, I'm, I'm present. She said, the next thing I know, I'm asleep. And I was like, oh, well, that's weird. You need to come to your lab. So she came into our office, and she sat there. She goes, now, this may take me a while to fill this out because she said, I, I literally may take a nap in between. And she did. Yeah, and she did. And I was like, what in the heck? We had never seen that. She goes, what is weird? She said, there's people in my neighborhood doing the same thing. And uh, I, I kid you not, a 10, 15-minute form to fill out took her an hour because she took a few I, naps. I checked to see if she was breathing. Right. Well, it turned out, the more she talked, the more we realized that they were all on the same blood pressure medication. And I won't name the name of what it was. Which might work on some people, but it worked kind of strangely on them. Right, but it, but the side effect of it was that they would have temporary fainting, going to sleep spells. And the minute that she stopped that particular blood pressure medication and got on a different one, she was awake all the time. So uh, I thought, wow, so you just don't ever know. It may, may be something completely different than what you think it is. Um, okay. Uh, they are clumsy. People are clumsy that are having chronic fatigue syndrome. That would include our cat. Yeah, right. He does not have cat-like reflexes. <laughs> uh, intermittent flu-like symptoms. Yeah, we hear that from people. So I just feel like I have the flu. Mm-hmm. Well, folks, it's a matter of cleaning out. And one of the biggest uh, deficiencies we have is B vitamins. And no, don't take your... <clears throat> big box vitamins it's not the same uh, they have an intolerance to alcohol uh that'd be me i would assume that would make them more tired than what they already are well it's lack of uh liver detoxification i never could drink much but being exactly a, being, a, being a baptist it's like well we're not supposed to drink anyway so i never did much of it you kind of skipped over to my favorite product of what i was going to use to fix this with oh really can yes. i have some well, I probably gave it to you, and you just don't know it in your drink this morning. Well, I still can't tolerate alcohol or very much of it. <laughs> but, you know, people are going, well, how do I fix this? You know, what's an easy way to do it and give me some energy back? Um, one of our, there's two favorites, and I couldn't decide which one, so I'm just going to tell you about both of them. Uh, one of them's called liver support and detox, because mm-hmm. uh, very likely out of all of these things we've mentioned, um, Probably the common denominator in them is that your liver is toxic because it's having to filter all this, uh, everything we're doing every day, including all the coffee and stuff we're drinking. So liver support and detox actually goes in and helps detoxify the liver so that um, it gives you energy. Uh, And literally, you can tell when you haven't taken it. And the other product, which everybody goes, well, I take B12, so I'm good there. Well, the B12 don't really seem like it works. Well, there's a big difference between B12 and B12 that has something called MTHF in it. Uh, we only sell the B12 with MTHF in it now because of the big methylation factor in the liver. Uh, or, and again, or lack of, that's terrible. Again, it's got to be a good quality, but um, you can do a couple of those of RB12, and they're cheap, and really perk yourself up fast. And if that really perks you up, you can go to higher grades of the MTHF, which is the big liver detoxifier. So um, those are my two favorites. Um, Actually, signs of chronic fatigue can include things like irritable 
irritable bowel. Can you believe that? I can't believe that irritable bowel would do it. But I guess if you went to the bathroom enough, you'd be tired. There goes all your minerals that you don't have enough of in the first place. Okay, yes. We have a lot of people that have IBS and, and certain uh, bowel disorders. It's two, number one and number two allergens in the world are wheat and dairy. So, hey, stay off of wheat. Having mood swings is actually a sign of chronic fatigue. Hmm. How about that? I'm I don't happy know. And then I'm happier. I don't know anybody that has any mood swings. We're all very happy around here. <laughs> Temperature control. I would assume that means that if you've got to have it freezing cold in your house or you're freezing cold in your house, then there's a problem. There's a song written about that. Too cold at home. Too hot to fish. Too hot to golf. And you have problems like hypersensitivity to light and noise. That's a sign of chronic fatigue. I do have that. I don't like noisy places. It's like, you know. I, I think loud, boisterous people, I think that's a weak man's imitation of strength. But oh, I'll get, I'll wax philosophical here. And, you know, women actually report symptoms four times more often than men. And although people of all ages may have the condition, more report symptoms during their 40s and 50s of having chronic fatigue syndrome. I think well, it's because we've run out of testosterone by that time. And on both sides yeah, both because sides. of all the uh, chemicals and things. And we notice now we've got nothing to keep us going anymore. I don't know if it's because women are more prone to it or women are just more sensitive to their bodies and men ignore it. Uh, I was talking to a large group one time and I said, well, I do think, you know, men are the weaker sex by far. Women are definitely more uh, cooperative. And uh, women outlive us 7.8 years. And the guy, one guy raised his hand and said, well, we die sooner because it's a stress of living with a woman. I said, a cold supper ain't all you ain't going to get when you get home, bud. You're an idiot. You need to build up your wife, not cut her down. And he did not mean that in a nice way. Uh, his wife was a lot better person than he was. And it's like she actually divorced him and found somebody as nice to her. So uh, I think women are just more in tune with their bodies. Well, you know, and if you're hearing all this and you're going, well, I don't really know what's wrong with me and I hear all these different problems and I don't really know where to start or what to do to fix it, I still say, you know, if you want to do something in general, do liver support and detox, try our B12 and MTHF. If you don't want to do it that way and you really want to know what's wrong, I always tell people go to our website at ACUT, and it's A-C-U-T, AboveNaturals.com, and fill out the health survey. It is located in the top right-hand corner of the uh, website, and um, there you will find our products, but I also ask you to make an account because many of our products that we sell, actually all of our products we sell are pharmaceutical grade, and some of the companies don't allow us to show their products unless you have an account and are signed in because they are actually strong enough to move lab values. And uh, when we say lab values, we're looking for where your ranges are optimal and not just in the ranges that they have on the lab. And when we run lab, we run uh, our favorite is a panel of 12 different panels. And when you go to the doctor, you're getting literally one to three of those panels. 
and you say, well, hey, y'all are in Texas because you can hear our accent and you can tell where we're from. But uh, we can run lab anywhere in the United States. So usually there's uh, one very local to you. Dr. Lewis does not charge to go over any of it. And then you can quit guessing at what's wrong with your health and why you have so many of these symptoms. Because, uh, you know, we're reading these symptoms and, and there can be so many different things that's causing these problems. Anywhere from thyroid to adrenals that I think Dr. Lewis is going to talk about. Um, which is your cortisol levels, which is on our lab test. It could be liver enzymes like we talk about. Uh, it could be iron. I mean, it, it could be a, an underlying infection. You don't really know why you feel that bad, and I promise you it's not what you think it is. Every time people think they know what's wrong with them and then they run lab, they are completely off base. They could be a diabetic and not know it. Uh, we're on our lab. We do a three-month blood sugar so you know there's no more of that well I ate really bad last night and that's why my glucose came back high we can see hey you've been eating bad for three months so that's out the window so if you want to know the truth and you want to know why you're doing this and you want to get help uh, go to the website fill out the health survey and then uh, you know we can figure out exactly what's happening with you and you'll you'll get results based on what you put into it as as we're making this podcast we just had an order come in from kansas city missouri that particular lady's been doing our stuff for three four years something like that feeling great but she's consistent and that's the key. So, you know, it, it's hard to diagnose yourself. If you want a good diagnose, go to your MD. If you want to feel better, you can, you know, do our stuff. You throw it in, ask God to sort it out because your body has a wisdom to take the nutrients that's missing from your food. Once you get it in a good supplemental form, there's no telling what kind of great, grand, and glorious things your body can create once it has something to work with. Yeah, you know, and um, I wanted you to talk a little bit about um, the adrenal-type stresses and everything. What, what is going on that may be related to cortisol? And, you know, people don't know what cortisol really is, but, you know, and adrenals are very much related to thyroid. That's why we always run lab because uh, a cortisol can go high or low. And depending on whether, you're, whether yours is high or low, there's different products that you need. So your, your adrenals may be real high, and then if you go and take something for making your adrenals higher – you're actually going to feel worse because they're already stressed out. But yeah, high cortisol, usually you start gaining weight. Uh, you know, some of the causes of adrenal stress is anger, but if your liver's clogged up, you're more prone to anger. It can be depression, but which comes first? Fear, guilt, worry, and anxiety. I don't know anybody that worries since Never. my grandmother. <clears throat> you know, I got shot one time accidentally and was almost dead in Atlanta, Georgia, and my grandmother here in Texas was wringing her hands saying, what about me? What about me? What about me? It's like, oh, my God, if worry cured the world, she would have cured it back in the early 1900s. Uh, chronic inflammation, which comes from our poor diet, our environment's really, really toxic. So you have to have enough nutrients in your body to actually allow your body to begin to increase these detoxification pathways. That's why Janet got into the liver detox and support. Uh, maldigestion, almost everybody has fewer digestive enzymes than they need. And once you get involved in you know, my program, I'll tell you what books to read. Uh, surgeries, you know, I mean, surgery is very necessary, very appropriate for many, many people, but it's also very potentially uh, stressing on your adrenals, uh, chronic illnesses, nutritional deficiencies, uh, 
disruption in your life, and that can be sometimes good stress, like, oh, well, you just had a baby, or you just had, uh, uh, you just paid $20,000 for your daughter's wedding, and she's already divorced after a year. <clears throat> Never understood these ten or twenty or $30,000 weddings, but that's different subject. Uh, so, you know, the impaired adrenals can cause, you know, you, you know about the low body temperature, but and, and which is associated with the thyroid a lot, but it can be adrenals, nervousness, depression, difficulty gaining weight, difficulty losing weight, weakness, unexplained hair loss. Uh, we hear that all the time. I'm losing my hair. Well, look at your thyroid, look at your adrenals, look at your digestion. It's almost always poor digestion and a low protein on your lab which I know, oh, your protein's this. I know you don't digest real well. So one of the things that we have barely talked about is something called pregnenolone. And back in the 1930s and 40s, it was heralded as being the great, grand, and glorious cure for rheumatoid arthritis, but it's really not for rheumatoid. It's really for helping the maldigestion that I just talked about. Pregnenolone works about 100 times better for memory uh, than other steroid precursors janet gives it to me it's in a little thing says sunday monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday and yes i take it and it's also very anti-inflammatory and pregnenolone is made in the adrenal glands as well as many other tissues also but that helps with stress reduction maybe that's why i'm pretty much not stressed helps the symptoms of pms and menopause it helps your immune system it helps repair the myelin sheath of your nerves. And, and it, you're not stressed because you're related to Jimmy Buffett. So uh, yeah, Napoleon too, yeah. <laughs> and Tolstoy. So I'm a philosopher. Yeah, you know, do that 23 and Me. That's uh, really, really good. And Janet says I don't have any famous relatives, and you know, you're related to Napoleon and Tolstoy. I said, I'm prouder of being related to Jimmy Buffett, but what they don't tell you is I'm also about a third cousin to Dandy Don Meredith, but they never figured that out from Mount Vernon, Texas. All my relatives are from Mount Vernon to Saltilla, Texas. He was good looking. I remember him a long time ago. Absolutely. Was he like 95 or something now? Yeah, I'm still good looking <laughs> and I'm 95, right? well folks we've given you a whole lot of information i hope most of it was useful Uh, (laughs) yeah i wonder uh, but we would like to see you start having a life worth living Um, apparently if you're still here there is a reason you are so you might as well start being able to be a light and beacon to someone else around you and making someone else's life better so again go to our website a cut above naturals.com fill out the health survey and get started today feeling better thank you for listening to our show and please pass this on to someone else that it might benefit please don't keep us a secret we like to be out i hope you have a wonderful week and we will be with you right here next time on the Doctor's Nutrition Show.